Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Geek 2.0 Podcast. And on this episode, we're going to be altering your brainwaves and going deep into your brain for an AR, VR-centric episode. Strap in, folks. So, opening the show, we're going <laughs> to dive deep into your brain. Oh, boy. Here it comes. And augmenting your reality. We, we couldn't. After the last episode, we could not do one on this. No, because when you brought it up, I was like, you know what? We'll have to dedicate a sh- complete episode just to AR, VR stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, but on this episode, where it's just going to be... I'm going to add a little, like, a few minutes of the CES wrap, wrap up from a previous show. Because a lot of stuff did happen at CES in January in that of, first week. Of course, but there's still so much more to it than just what was at CES and what people know of as far as AR now. Yeah. And just to give you an idea of where it's going, we can talk about where it's at and where it's come from. So buckle up, boys and girls. It's going to be a long episode. <laughs> Not too long. We will try to keep it under wraps. We're going to have to, I'm going to have to curtail ourselves, you know. <laughs> we, we've been geeking out a little bit getting ready for this one. Yeah. So let's go ahead and jump in with the CES roundup. Get this out of the way because, you know, that's old news. <laughs> One of the things I was looking at with the CES is a TV, and it's a 146-inch monster from mm. Samsung that uses uh, micro LEDs. Good God. So forget projector, forget, you know, <laughs> LEDs. These are micro LEDs. We're like teeny tiny. So I haven't seen this. Is the TV itself flexible by any chance? Otherwise, how big is this TV? It is huge. Yeah. On, I'm looking at on the uh, Ars Technica website. Is They have a picture of their uh, Samsung booth at CES, and they call it the wall. Because <laughs> it basically is a wall. <laughs> so this is going to be more like corporate monster houses uh unless you got the money to buy it yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you know give it a few years the thing's gonna be 50 bucks at walmart on black friday no that's that's <laughs> i want to say 2030 oh. before it gets happened <laughs> okay <laughs> but what it actually is it's a modular system it's module based uh different small panels that you can be put together hmm. to make up this the wall so you can have you can have it like an eighty inch, or you can have it look like a rectangle, or you know go around a door. So it's kind of like taking a bezelless monitor and building a big video wall. Yeah, but crank this, it up to eleven. Yeah, this yeah. is more more clean. Yeah, it's more clean. Okay, it's just, that's just one of the things. It's a, it's going to be four K and everything. Oh, of course, everything's going four K, eight K, ten K, twelve K. Yeah, keep going. X K. <laughs> <laughs> now another thing is. Speaking of displays, is a NVIDIA announcing a 65-inch 4K gaming display. Jesus. That's, you know, your monitors that you have. You know, I have 224s here. Now, you're looking at a 65-inch monitor for your gaming computer. Just See, because you don't need... It's not big enough, right? It, it's too much. Like, the, honestly, that is just too much. I, I guess it may depend on the game that you're going for, but... Well, uh, if you're playing PUBG. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of... You know, we'll go first-person shooters. A lot of people that I know that play first-person shooters hardcore prefer smaller. Yeah. Like, high-definition, sure, 
but smaller. Well, I'm thinking because um, I don't think you'll be playing Tekken on <laughs> Street Fighter on this. I mean, you could. Yeah. No, I mean, but you'd be uh, hurting your neck because you'd be looking back. Yeah. For that, for... <laughs> now, something like, you know, Skyrim, Fallout, you know, something like that, where it's kind of an immersive RPG style. Yeah. Sure. I could, I could see a big monitor, but even then, still. How about you... Eve Online? Oh, good God. <laughs> Spreadsheet in space. <laughs> EverQuest, maybe? <laughs> wow. Maybe <laughs> <Any> MMO? <laughs> I mean, how big do you have to have your screen to, like, your game, it can't go as far as, I mean, you, I have no words. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm sure there's people that are going to buy it just because of what it is, but I don't know, any any true, and I'm not saying that you can't be a hardcore gamer with a screen that big, but most of the ones that I know of, that I'm friends yeah. with, they prefer smaller. Yeah, I mean, my, my setup here, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going back and forth, but it's it's for me, it's fine. Yeah. Now, another thing that happened at CES is an announcement from AMD releasing new prices for their Ryzen chips, their CPUs, is actually lower price. Lower is always better. Yeah, like for like the Ryzen 7 1800X, their old price was 499. Now the new price at for the e-tailers is going to be three forty nine, so that's a huge bump because what they want to do is be competitive against Intel, and they have their new APU chips are coming out in the first quarter I think it was, their uh, new, not the new Ryzen two but the new APU uh, Ryzen chips. Hmm. So the, these new these chips be a good time to buy. Because right now GPUs are, was it the ten eighties? They gone up to almost eight hundred dollars now, six six seven hundred dollars. This is this is why I am a console gamer. Well, I blame Bitcoin miners for that. <laughs> <laughs> looking at trying, I'm upgrading my system. I'm looking at oh, what what's the price? Oh, for a ten eighty Ti, I think it is. It's almost eight hundred dollars. God. And that's what a two year old uh, video card. That's just because it nuts. is darn Bitcoin miners and it's near. Hey, that's all right. Bitcoin's going away. What was it? <laughs> uh, crap. Kodak or something like that's coming out with a digital currency now. Well, that's the whole thing. Was like, was it a tea company? <laughs> the uh, not Nestle, but some kind of lower um, or not lower, but smaller tea company. So oh, we're going to be doing Bitcoin, and their stock prices went up. <laughs> But they had they just said that just to get their stock prices up. That's nuts. They had no reason to do that. Yeah. Were you going to be Nestle coin or something? <laughs> Lipton coin? Yeah, basically. So that's just some of the things that came out in CES. So you have a whole wide gamut of places that you can go to, like Ars Technica, The Verge. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm not setting us up. <laughs> We're just like. <laughs> but I'm going to be putting up more um, articles that's because it drips and drabs and stuff. This is way too much at CES for a whole week of everything that happened during that week. Yeah. When this epi- this podcast isn't really meant for that kind of. No, it's like I said, it's just going to be like a quick wrap up of <laughs> what happened to CES. Now, let's get into the main story. <laughs> Time to geek out. I'm talking about phones. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> no, it's going to be AR, VR. <laughs> Woo-woo. <laughs> uh, 
this whole back end of the episode is, is going to be dedicated to augmented reality and virtual virtual reality. Mm-hmm. This is going to be, uh, we're going to talk about hardware, uh, software, and mobile apps. So what, let's go ahead and just jump into uh, hardware. Sure. Uh, the hardware market's blown up quite existential. I can't speak now. Yeah. Anyways, I'll just skip over that. It's blown up quite a bit. <laughs> Big. Yeah. I'm just, I'm having a day. It's huge. Oh my God, no. No. Uh, but so. it's it's definitely gotten big. Um, some of the things that, I mean, we've, we talked about a little bit on the last episode. And I uh, believe, uh, yeah, we posted something on our Facebook about the uh, Magic Leap mm-hmm. and their headset and their augmented yes. reality yeah, the little uh, hockey puck sized computer that's a wearable. You would think it's a wearable computer device. Yeah, it's, it's you're completely wearing, you're taking it around it with you. Yeah, it's an all in one system. So, I mean, that, that was huge. And on top of that coming out, as little as it's been out for, there's already imitators trying oh, to yeah. say, oh, look, we have the same kind of design. And it's not the same. Well, yeah, with any market, <laughs> you don't have that. Yeah. Now, one of the, the big guys is you got your HTC Vive, mm-hmm. the Oculus Rift. Yep. And it's not officially out as the Microsoft HoloLens. Yes. Now, going back with CES, the Vive has just released a new hardware. It's for the premium user because it's going to be more expensive. <laughs> but it's going to be it's a 74% increase in pixel density when what your eyes can see. Okay. So you have a resolution of 2880 by 1600 display. Now your old Vive was 2160 by 1200. Okay. So it's just... A little bit crisper. Yeah. And the price tag uh, is I'm looking for it, but it's it has integrated with the... It looks almost the same as the old Vive, but it has a better display and the better sound with the headphones and stuff like that. So the only thing with the vibe that if I remember correctly that I'm aware of is that one you need to connect to like your computer and you have to set up uh, modules separate of you. So that way it can be aware of your spatial recognition Mm -hmm. of where you are located. Now, another thing that they have is the uh, vibe pro it's a, it's a it's a Vive wireless adapter that it sticks onto your headset, so you don't need any kind of cable connection to your computer. It's all transmitted Bluetooth and wireless. Okay. So that's something that's gonna be coming out probably this year or next, probably for a hefty price tag. Because what the Vive is what now six hundred. Uh. No, actually, I don't quite remember. I don't. Yeah, I don't see a price on it, but it's probably going to be pushing maybe twelve hundred. It. When I mean, it, it when was, it releases, it was up there. It was up there. So now, with that, you look at Hololens. It's still in, like, beta. Yeah, I have a feeling by the time Microsoft comes out with Hololens, it's going to be too late. Yeah, because your what what I've read and heard is that the field field of view is like. Small. Small. Yeah. So I take a, um, I'm trying to look at something on the desk here, uh, an envelope, <laughs> and put that at arm's length, and that's or probably right in front of your face almost, like halfway out. That's your field of view. Yeah. But like you said. But inside that field of view, it's supposed it's, to be really good. Yeah. Well, if you look at the videos, it's 
kind of uh, misleading mm-hmm. because you're not going to see your monsters. You're not going to see like out of the corner of your eye. You won't be able to see anything. Correct. You have to be looking directly at it. But it's it's a concept. Of course. I mean, it's something more for like enterprise. I, I say that they're going to be. That's what they're going to be looking towards. Well, I'm almost wondering if they're if they're looking at taking it and integrating it with their gaming systems. Because I know that there was talks about it a while back where it would kind of engulf your entire living room mm-hmm. and wrap the game around the entire living room. And that was where it kind of started. Well, there and was then a it projector moved. system that, you know, had projected your, your, what you're playing around you. Yeah, I believe it was actually called HoloLens. I think it, that's where it's, it started, and then it moved to the AR aspect. Was it Microsoft that did that? Or I'm, I'm trying to think. Okay, it was Microsoft because I thought it was NVIDIA or somebody. No, there, well, there was a... There was a manufacturer that did do something like that, but Microsoft also had okay. something like that. Um, and I, I believe that's where this started. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me because of the, you know, the the uh, cancellation and the death of the Kinect. Mm-hmm. If they will take the HoloLens because they're already, if they're smart, they're going to look at where the market is right. and where they're at and realize they're not going to get there in they time. They can't compete. Yeah, so they might as well alter and you know just shift it and put it into the gaming system and go about it that way. Yeah, as like an add-on. Something like a PlayStation VR. Correct. Like you don't need v- PlayStation VR to actually play most of the games on it but it's a, like a, a nice to have correct to it, it's a more it's a different experience yeah and a lot of a lot of games are already going with a mm-hmm. vr split uh like your skyrim you know originally came out it was just and there's uh eve valkyrie which is place uh eve online game mm-hmm. but you're piling a ship okay uh, there's also uh, Super Hot. There's all sorts of there's, games. Yeah, yeah, all kinds. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if they did something along those lines, and it was either works best with you know Microsoft Hololens on we your Xbox. You get this. <laughs> yeah, they had the best you experience. Don't have to. Yeah, but you don't have to. It's like why play your game with a console and the controller when you can go full immersive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be something along those lines. I have a feeling is where they're going to try to push that. Now, another company that you didn't really expect is uh, Xiaomi. Now, if you haven't heard the name before, it's like phones and small like stuff from over like from Asia, like uh, Korea, uh, Korea and China. Okay, they've gotten into they've released their the Mi VR standalone system. Okay, so this it's, is like an Oculus in a sense. Yeah, it's an Oculus, and because with. Oculus has partnered with uh, Xiaomi to release the Oculus Go and the Mi. My is it Mi or My? It's I think it's My VR. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, me, <laughs> M I. So however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> so Oculus has partnered with Xiaomi to release this. It's a. It's a. I guess it's a cheaper alternative to your Oculus Rift. Hmm. Okay. Now, looking at more hardware stuff, we can talk all day with like headsets <laughs> and there's actually not that there is so many because previous episode we talked a little bit with like the google goggles or the yep. uh, cardboard yep um the, the samsung s- oculus yep the samsung oculus com- combination for your phone and stuff like that mm-hmm. we want to go into more like 
in depth. Yes. With other stuff. And I was telling Joe with what's called a Tesla suit. Yes. Now, you think, okay, you get your full immersive and you'll be floating around in, in your VR space or game stuff. And you're sitting in your chair. You're walking around a little room. And that's fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. Let's kick it up another. Let's go up to a 12. <laughs> this has multitude of... Uh, haptic feedback points functions yeah <laughs> if you um ever read the book ready player one or when you want to go see it and when the movie comes out in the book is you wear a suit that simulates whatever happens to you in the vr world mm-hmm. happens to you you'll feel it in your actual life mm-hmm. irl <laughs> <laughs> oh here we go <laughs> don't be talking about my elite speak <laughs> Now with the Tesla suit, it's a full body suit. So think of it as a um, a wetsuit. Yeah, basically, it's a it's a wetsuit, spandex suit. You're covered from ankle to shoulder or neck. <laughs> yeah, it, from what I can, from what we can see here, it looks like there's parts like on your calf, your thighs, your back, your abs, your arms, your shoulders, pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Now it's got like uh, 46 haptic points. You can feel it. It's got real-time simulation, so if you get punched in a game, you'll feel it when where you got punched. Like if you got punched in the arm, you feel it in the arm, the chest, or wherever. Um, weight simulation. I'm guessing that if something or if you're leaning on something, you'll feel it. Like okay. if you're leaning up against a rail, you'll feel it up against it got across your stomach. Hmm. Um, capillary system. I'm not sure exactly what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you can also have user profiles. So you can have your own profile and take off the suit and give it to somebody else and they'll have their own profile. So the only thing that I'm not sure about that is there's a lot of different body types out there in the world. Yeah. How's that going to work? Yeah. Of course, with the um, the uh, marketing photos, it's got the pretty people. And oh, very yeah. Slim. Of course. <laughs> It's got Derek Zoolander, basically. You know what I mean? Like it's it's got the male models, <laughs> the female models. Yeah, they're they're tiny. And they're tidy. I'm thinking of my f- not going to fit so well in that suit. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it also has climate control system. Ooh. So you're not going to be all sweaty in there or cold. I mean, unless they want you to be. Oh, yeah. Unless you want. <laughs> but, you know, again, that it's very, very cool. Um, and, yeah, it definitely has a very much uh, ready player one, you know, vibe to it. But to me... I don't see that being something taking off. Like it's, it's neat, but I don't see that being like a, like now I want to play a video game. You know what I mean? I'll pop in the game on my uh, system or sit down and turn on the Xbox Mm -hmm. and play my game. I don't see myself having to go to my closet, get fully dressed and ready, (laughs) come out, get everything connected, play the game, and just to get interrupted 10 minutes later and have to take everything back off because I got to run to the store. You never, hey, why'd you, why you run to the store? It's called Instacart. (laughs) (laughs) You just lift up your headset when a guy or a lady comes and drop off your stuff and say, all right, just leave it here. I'll pick it up later. Yeah, again, my, (laughs) in that wetsuit. Is not going to the door <laughs> in hey, all its glory. Know. Five years from now, and we'll all be it's a carding and Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never have to leave the house again. Ugh. But just maybe, just maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think they have uh, probably come out with a uh, one size fits all, <laughs> fits most. <laughs> but it's definitely. Uh, I mean, when you mix that with uh, some type of Oculus Rift type VR headset, it's very very. It's the cool. full immersion of yeah, what you're doing. Absolutely, it kind of. For any anime fans out there, it kind of reminds me of something along the lines of Sword Art Online, except that was just a headset. But this kind of gives it a modern day version of it. Yeah. And now if you want to go to not as extreme is the, um, you know, it's just like Google Glass, which I thought was great, but just it's a shame that it didn't work. Well, it's still out there. It's more in like enterprise. It's warehouses. You're not going to see it. The only time I saw it is at a park one day of early last year. And conventions. That's no, not even I... a convention. It was at a, as a park. So well, I'm just saying that's it. where I see it is at conventions. Uh, conventions yeah, that's that's it. Because yeah, because you got other business people like, oh, look at me, I have Google Glass, <laughs> or just the geeks. Oh yeah, or us too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just one of those things where your technology is it's going to be rapidly devol- uh, developing mm-hmm. to going from a Tesla suit with the inclusion of an Oculus Rift or a Vive. Now, going into a little bit further, we're going to crank it up to a 13. <laughs> it's a uh, company has a uh, movie. Okay. It's like a motion simulator um, apparatus. I want to say. Okay. I don't know if you remember back in the arcades as was it uh, one game afterburner you got in and you can, you know, picks you up, moves you around. It's so it's just, like those racing car games where the entire thing moves as you're driving, so right. it feels like you're really in the car. You're right, right. It's something it's a company called Movio that has that has that. Okay. And or if you go to like Disney World or someplace, it has like the roller coaster um okay. robotic huge robotic arm with the pod at the end. They climb got, into uh something uh along that lines. It's not quite from what I can see on the screen, it's not quite like Movio, I think, uh, but at the mall uh, just down the road, they have a roller coaster simulation kiosk okay. where you put on a VR headset, you sit in the seat, and the whole seat moves and twists to go along okay. with the VR. So that's what it looks like. Yeah, and this company, they they looks like they produce. You have like uh, you get into this. Um, I don't know how you describe it. It's like it'll wrap around your waist, but you can run and walk. It's like a uh, stationary treadmill, but you can go like 360 degrees. Okay, yeah, they, they've I've seen stuff like that. Is the platform itself kind of like a dish? Like it's not a flat, flat surface. Yeah, it's it's like a, like a dish or a bowl. Yeah, where okay. It's, it'll simulate you walking without you actually moving across the room or something. Yeah, and they have all different. They have a race car um, seat and steering wheel and everything. A lot of those are going to be coming out or actually are out yes. for the past what 10 years yeah and you like, just you see them more at like your huge arcades or yeah it's not something for the home no well you can get Even, it for the home eventually <laughs> or if you have enough money yes <laughs> if you have the money it's you can have anything just about <laughs> spared no expense <laughs> <laughs> now I think that's with the hardware I don't know if you have anything that with that you know of that not that I could think Coming of at the out. moment, but it would not surprise me if halfway through the episode I'll blurt something out. Okay. <laughs> well, let's go to um, software. Okay. Now, this is going for like uh, home use. 
because we're going to separate the mobile side of things because that's a whole nother topic of interest for us uh home software where games and stuff like that so we already touched on with like super hot for vive and stuff for your vr games with ar coming up you're going to have a lot of stuff coming out for your home yeah this is this is where it really you really get into the meat and the bones of AR is when it comes to like your, your meat and potatoes. Yeah, yeah, whatever. good Irish meal. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still totally distracted you. Yeah, you got me hungry now. <laughs> um, but this is where you really get into the thick of it. Uh, I mean, really, you could go back. I was actually uh, telling Josh about this a little bit. So, a lot of people don't realize quite how long AR has been around. Back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I didn't even know what it was called back when I first had my experience with it. Um, I don't think even the term AR was really no, coined at that time. I don't think so at all. I mean, back when dinosaurs were... <laughs> <laughs> but I had to... I've been talking about this game for years. Couldn't remember the name of it for the life of me. And I just put in the most generic search I could before this episode and got very lucky and actually found it uh so there's a game out there or was out there called majestic and the whole thing with the game i only played a little bit of a demo of it because back then i was younger and broke and couldn't afford the whole thing <laughs> when yeah. you didn't have your own card and <laughs> yeah um but the when Good you job, played kid. The, yeah <laughs> when you played the game you actually would put in you would give the game your cell phone number you could give it your email address you could give it a fax line uh, your AOL instant messenger oh yeah I mean, we're we're going back now blackberry messenger <laughs> yep you could give it all this information and as you played through this game it would get to a point where there it's not a actual game that you think of like you're not on the computer or on a console in this case it was on the computer and you're not actually doing anything like you basically you punch all this information in you may click through a couple of things on the screen and then in my case that was that was it there wasn't anything to it i went about the rest of the day and then all of a sudden about 10 15 minutes later i get a phone call and i answer it and it started out because i again this was before i'm I have a feeling this was before the game was actually released. It was like the it was demo, like demo, a demo, maybe yeah, like to get a few this, months before actual yeah. release. Um, because in the actual game, it the all the calls were preceded by a "this is a blah 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 blah" to not freak people yes. out. Well, this was before this. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've ever gotten a phone call uh, from a automated message, you can usually hear like a moment of silence and then a click and then a. Ch- before the sound actually starts. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's the start of the audio playing before the person speaks. So I could hear that. So I knew it was, you know, something was coming, but I didn't quite know what. And all of a sudden, a female voice comes on the line and sounds very, uh, uh, what's the word? Distressed. Yes, thank you. Very <laughs> distressed. And, you know, and basically was like, I don't know what they want. Goes in this whole big spiel and tells me to go to this website. I'm intrigued so okay and I go onto this website and all of a sudden a bunch of code starts scrolling across the screen but it's all contained within the window you know what I mean like yeah. you could 
thankfully, at least knowing what I knew, <laughs> I knew that it wasn't actually anything dangerous. Oh my God. Somebody hacked my computer. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you do with movie hackers? Oh my God, unplug. <laughs> Hack the planet. Um, so. <laughs> It went scrolling across the screen, and then after it finished, uh, all of a sudden, I get another phone call from the same number, and mm-hmm. it's the same type message girl, and I was just like, oh my god, don't go to the website, I just found out, blah, 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 but it was very cool, like, so, I'm playing along with the game, but the game is interacting with me mm-hmm. with the phone, and like I said, you can put in a fax number, and you know, and all this other stuff, I think you could even put in, like, a pager number back then, like, I don't, it was nuts, because this was back in the day. Well, yeah, it was released, uh, two- 2000 uh july 2001 yeah that's so, when it was released <laughs> yeah that's when it was released and like i said I, I i know i was playing the demo i'm pretty sure it was before it was actually released uh but anyways um i'm starting to sound hipster and i don't like it <laughs> i would play it before it's cool <laughs> but that was my first interaction i had no idea what it was all i knew is that was awesome it mm-hmm. blew my mind yeah, because it brought a, from your game that you. Because back then you play a game, and that was it. It was just, it lived on your computer or TV through uh, Dreamcast or uh, Super Nintendo or even a PlayStation. Correct, and games and that was it. And there games was weren't no that intense back, back and forth, then. except for your button presses. But yeah, and they they definitely weren't that intense. Like I don't think you had your your big World of Warcraft, like your big MMOs. Like that that world just wasn't out there. Mm-hmm. So to have something set up, the the technology back in to be able to handle that kind of capability. It was Because this was uh, pre-YouTube days. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think, yeah. It was, if, I have to look it up, but I think it was like YouTube was this very small. Yeah, if, if this stuff handle. was out there, it was very new. Your upload speeds were abysmal. <laughs> well, I mean, you're talking AOL Instant Messenger. Like, we're, we're, going, we're going back. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. But yeah, it's just one of the things bringing the gameplay out into the real world to bring you more involved and more immersed with it. Yeah, and I loved it. Like, mm-hmm. I was so in love with that concept when that first came out. And I tried seeing if there were other things out there, but I didn't know what to search for. You know what I mean? Like, I had, again, the, the terminology wasn't there that I was yeah. aware of. So I never really came across anything like that again. And it wasn't until, uh, and again, this is kind of going back a little bit, but it wasn't until the movie Cloverfield was coming out. Um, and this kind of takes away from the software, it kind of doesn't, but... It's, it's all one and the same. Yeah. Uh, so the thing with uh, Cloverfield was they have, and there's a lot of uh, things out there doing this that a lot of people don't realize, but it's an AR marketing strategy. <laughs> and what Cloverfield was, was doing is they would... They released a like a little teaser, you know, and it was there was a lot of hype around Cloverfield before it came out. Right. And in the teaser, uh, they would have like just a website address listed. You'd see, you know, coming, you know, May, blah, 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 blah. And then a little website, Cloverfield.com. Something simple like that. Nothing crazy. Well, a lot of people don't think anything of it. You know, your average person's just going to be like, okay, cool, new movie. Yeah, they're not going to go Goes to the on with their life. It's yeah, like, they, don't, they don't track it down. Yeah. Well, there's an entire community out there uh, for this that they go to the website, 
the website, if I remember correctly, because I got really big into it when this came out because I was excited for Cloverfield mm. before I knew what it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got to put that caveat in there. <laughs> um, and on it was like just like it was like a countdown. There wasn't anything special to it. So you'd go to the website and you're like, oh, okay. And you wouldn't think anything of it. Again, you have to dive deeper. It's Inception. You got to go levels. <laughs> <laughs> go one more level. <laughs> and the the community the ones that knew about it dove into it and i actually found out about it by going to uh, and this was much older the site was very different but now the site uh it's called a argn.com um and basically it's this community that's built up around alternate reality gaming and on this they back then they had forums uh, I again I haven't been to the website since back then uh, but it, they had the forums and you could everyone would be able to sit there and talk about oh this game you know oh this is going on and they would they, what, has anyone found anything on this or what about this well through that you come to find out that if you looked into the uh, back end coding for the Cloverfield website, it led to some other information, stuff that stood out that had nothing to do with the website itself. And that in itself led you to other websites. And right. those websites led you to other websites. And all of a sudden you'd find a phone number and you call the phone number and that phone number would have an automated message and that message would tell you about this or that. And it led into an entire backstory that was built for Cloverfield that unless you were into ARGs, you would have no idea about. Yeah, you'd be lost. 90% of the population wouldn't know, but you had that small subset of people that... Yes. I'm not going to call them... I'll call them fanatics. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wrong term, but fans yeah. of whatever it is. They dig down deep. And I think even before Twitter, it was MySpace and Facebook was just out. I think... Um, MySpace was declining. Facebook was incl inclining. <laughs> it, was, it, it was pre. This was this was a while. Like, this was over ten years ago. So I mean, we're talking. Yeah, Cloverfield came out. Was it what two thousand? No, it was older than that. It was late two thousands. Hold, please. <laughs> it was a. Release date of 2008. Yeah. Okay. Late 2000s, yeah. Um, and the whole... So I don't think... I think MySpace was around, and I think that was about it. I don't think Facebook was there yet. Well, either, either way. Yeah. Social media wasn't really a thing, a, a thing except yeah. for MySpace. Yeah, which was more about just putting your top five and whatever music on your page. Ugh. Um <laughs> cringe <laughs> <laughs> so that's when i actually learned about alternate reality gaming mm. in itself and it gave me a word to look for for that game but still couldn't find the original game that got me started <laughs> but there's there is even to this day there's still there's people out there that are marketing this uh that are marketing these movies and products in this alternate reality that people just don't know about and it's this whole world, and it's really, really interesting if you get a chance to to dive into it and take a look. Yeah, because I was looking at the ARG dot ARGN dot com, and it brings to light a uh, escape rooms. 
mm-hmm. are a form of ARG. Yes, absolutely. Because if you notice the increase of AR, um, wow, escape rooms. Oh, they're popping up everywhere. Yeah, any kind of like strip center will have <laughs> escape rooms. They are a form of ARG or a, uh, augmented reality gaming. Yeah, because you're interacting in the real world, but you're playing a game. Yeah, yeah. It's like LARPing. Yes, actually, LARPing is enough. In it, in its, it's purest form, AR in it. Yeah, live action role play. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a brand new thing that just came out recently. Uh, what was it called? Reload, I think. Uh, you can buy it at like Toys R Us or something like that. Okay. And it's a, it's kind of like laser tag. Okay. In a sense, uh, but it's you play it at home and you connect like your cell phone to the gun that you carry and you can Sounds Bluetooth like another headset. thing I'll bring up in the next yeah. segment. <laughs> you can put the Bluetooth headset on, but you run around with an actual gun with you and your friends and you have a zone. There's a hub that you okay. put and it gives you a zone of like 450 feet or something like, like this big area and it will actually... Oh, like you interesting. Can, you can call in bomb drops and like shoot <laughs> and stuff like that. You have to actually duck behind couches. And, it's real life PUBG. Yeah, it's it's really cool. So don't hit anybody with us, frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, with like the software is another game. Um, is called the Black Watchmen. It's similar, same same concept as Majestic. You have to deal with uh, going throughout the internet or the real world, looking for clues and stuff like that mm-hmm. to get further into the game. As the game progresses, you get more clues. That either go to your phone, text message, or email and stuff like that. Um, so all this stuff is just blowing up with like the software basic uh, with part the, of it. With the introduction of AR, or mm-hmm. sorry, with the introduction of the uh, hardware, it's really making the software that's been out there come to light even more. Right, because actually... We're not going to break it down in segments, but go back and forth. We're going to do that. It's, it's going it's, to get confusing. But we try, but you know what? <laughs> Let's go ahead to a mobile, okay. mobile space. Why not? <laughs> um, like you said, with the laser tag, because there is a, it's called father.io. It's a laser tag system that you can use your phone, hook it into this sensor and use your phone as the laser tag gun. Hmm. And you can run around and throughout the city blocks or throughout a park or something and tag your friends with laser tag. Okay. Now, it's on um, Indiegogo. It's actually, I think it's been funded. It's been out there for a while now. Yeah, it's been funded on Indiegogo. So you can get it. You can download the app and you have to buy the um, accessories that go on your phone. So... That's one part of hardware and software and mobile space meet all mm-hmm. together and mismatch. Yeah, there's also, um, I know that there's a game for it, and I'm sure we'll talk about it in a second, but another form of alternate reality is there was a wand, like a Harry Potter wand, mm-hmm. but it controlled your TV. Do you not know about um, that? It's no. yeah. They have a universal remote, but it's a Harry Potter wand. So it's like Leviosa. You literally you have to flick and twist and all that stuff <laughs> in a certain fashion in order to turn the volume up or to turn the See, TV I can, on. I can, or that'd be like getting annoyed though. It'd be like, where's the wand? Because <laughs> on the couch cushion, all of a sudden you sit down, your TV starts changing channels. Hey, now you know how they feel. <laughs> 
I, I have lost remote now, so I don't know where it is. It's in this couch. <laughs> I gotta lift up the couch and find it. But yeah, speaking of a wand and hardware, is a game called uh, Magus. It's like if you ever played uh, Pokemon Go mm-hmm. or Ingress, it's like a combination of the two with a little bit of magic and Harry Potter like. Because you can buy a wand that you can flick and twist at Leviosa and do your <laughs> cast and spells and crafting and all that. It's all through your phone and be the AR part of it is you'll be playing with other people around you or in the town that you live in. And it's just one of those things that is just coming out. It's pretty interesting. But you have an actual wand you that you're using. Yeah, an actual wand that you can buy. It's rechargeable. Does it, it Bluetooth to the phone? Like, is that... It is... Uh, do do do. It works with iOS and uh, Android, and it's Bluetooth low energy. Okay. Very cool. And you can customize it Ooh. with different um, looks on it. Different handles. Different, different handles, yeah. Different stems, all that good stuff. And different uh, replaceable skins, grips, tips, metallic rings. <laughs> hundreds of combinations. <laughs> of course. Uh, you can even have a uh, long-lasting battery life. Ooh. It's uh, 48 hours of playtime. But it looks pretty cool. Yeah. And you can recharge it through micro USB. Okay. So, yeah, you can do your customized character. You have your own avatar character that you can customize. Similar to how it is in Pokemon Go. Yeah. So, it, it I haven't played Pokemon Go, but okay. Uh, but it is... Well, you're one of those few. Yeah. No. Hundreds. <laughs> no, I'm good. Last year, that didn't play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, one, I'm like that rare few that goes, yeah, I'm good. You're on the endangered species list. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but, the popularity of the game is waning, but it's, there's still a dedicated of group course. of people that still play Pokemon Go, and they're constantly updating it. And that's another thing with AR, because you can look. They just added uh, within, I think, December, uh, actual what your weather is, where you are. It'll, it'll reflect in your game. Like, if you're, hmm. if you're raining, if it's raining where you're at, where you're at, it'll show it's raining on your screen. Or if That's it's windy or anything crazy. like that. Yeah, so it's it's self-aware. Like Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually scary, but it's, it'll know exactly where you are, the weather conditions. Uh, it can show where you, if you have switched on the AR portion of the Pokemon Go game, it'll show what you're looking at through your phone, hmm. camera, where the Pokemon is. And you can catch it and stuff like that. It's, it's a little bit more immersive. Like, oh, I got the Pokemon is uh, this Pikachu. I'm trying to think of a Pokemon name. That's always what I can think of it <laughs> off the top of my head. It's Pikachu. And you it's... played the game. Yes, and I played the game. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my wife is going to listen to this and be like, you don't know, like Charizard. It's like Charizard. <laughs> uh, Squirtle. The... The, um, the starters yeah <laughs> the more popular ones yeah <laughs> but it'll show you and it'll interact and you they'll run off if you miss or they'll just run off and they don't like you so this game that you're talking about with the wand is it you're battling other people are you also battling creatures like pokemon both. go both hmm. you're battling other players and creatures uh they have different ones they have like pixies a mandragora it's a plant like a mandrake plant Root. Okay. Uh, tree spirits, uh, trolls. You can also they have dungeons that you have. You'll compete with other players in a uh, locked area. So there's a lot of stuff. 
like a crafting system. You can do brewing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, uh, you can do uh, potion recipes, like, gather ingredients, and it's it's actually pretty amazing all the stuff that you can do it's like a full-fledged game on your phone for an ar game nice and the the game that i was thinking of uh it's it's called recoil that's the okay that's what you can you can get it at toys r us you can get it at walmart that's interesting okay yeah it's really cool nerdist did an entire thing on it like it's it's actually really really cool and you think what back in the 80s we were playing with nerf guns and pretend yeah basically <laughs> now you can play pretend and for real now like we said with pokemon go and these ar games uh google and ios or apple have released what ar kit or a um ar i'll say ar kit for both of them i'm not sure at the time oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> thought you were shooting me something. <laughs> but it's basically you can use your phone and you can play your game. If you look at a desk, you can start up the game and you'll have a little play field that's on the desk that you can move around with your phone and it'll stay locked in that position. You can move around it. That's, that's an actual physical thing in virtual space. That's where things are absolutely heading and that's where I think it's going to get really, really cool. Now, that was released. Uh, Google did it with like their Project Tango. Like they had this device that had uh, infrared sensors, a whole bunch of them on the device, and you can walk around your house and it'll map the room or whatever you're in, mm -hmm. and it'll place objects or whatever you want in that space. They also released uh, a Star Wars um, since the movie came out, where you can have uh, like a stormtrooper standing next to you or your friend, and you can record it, or you got your uh, uh, porgs. Just, Cluttering yeah, everywhere. That was on the Google Pixel, right? Uh, yeah, because you can go through a thing. It's through Allo or something. Where it's like a text messaging. Yeah, that you can send it to your friends and stuff. Yeah, that. I mean, that that's the same yeah, thing the as alternate too. alternate reality. Absolutely, because mm -hmm. it's implanting something that's not actually there. Yep. Now, one thing that hasn't gone through is in the uh, uh, IKEA has where you can be. In your house, you look up the IKEA app and it can insert your sofa or, or bookshelf or something. You can place it how it might look in your room before you even get to the store. Because it's one thing to look at the website. Oh, that looks nice. How does it look in my room? Yeah, how's that actually going so to So you can fit? take your phone or iPad or tablet or whatever and look at it in your room. And you can move it, resize it and stuff like that. So it's just all this new stuff coming out with AR. That's going to be actually uh, helping. <laughs> yes. Well, I think and the, you're buying or any kind of decision making. Yeah. And as the technology starts changing more, I mean, I, I have a feeling I, we kind of talked about this before where you're, you're just going to wear glasses. Like everyone yeah. will kind of just wear glasses and you can get same thing. You, you want to get a new couch. Okay. Alexa, pull up, you know. <laughs> pull up Ikea, you know, couches, you know, yeah. and go through and you can start shopping and look how it's going to look in your room and design an entire thing. Like, well, I, it's, yeah, it's also with painting, painting your room. Cause mm. even you get those little paint swatches. Those are worthless. Yeah. <laughs> they, there's apps out there that you can take the picture or again, AR through your house and you click on your wall you do your boundaries and stuff like that. And it'll change the color of your walls. So it'll actually make it a lot better instead of holding up a paint swatch. 
You know, that's actually really cool. I didn't even think about that because it, it is true. Even now, uh, if you download the Home Depot app uh, on your phone it? now, uh, not quite to that level, but like, you know, say you wanted to uh, color match, mm -hmm. uh, you can use the Home Depot app and you can, through that, you can take a picture of what it is okay. that you want to color match. And then you can, it'll take it like through the website and you can actually get the exact color in Home Depot. That's cool. Based off the picture on your phone through their app. So that, that actually, that makes sense. Like I didn't yeah, even like think about that <laughs> in a sense, but to, to be able to take it one step further and go, mm -hmm. okay, well, what would this color look like? You're just kind of flipping the technology instead of it taking in the color, it's putting out the color. And it'll actually help us too, because like, again, I go back with the paint swatches because you can't with a one inch square, you can't really tell, oh, is that paint going to look good everywhere else? You Correct. need it. You need to like paint a big one foot by or two feet or a big area so your eyes can actually dis dis um, distinguish between <laughs> your old color and a new one that you want and if it's going to look good or if it's going to match or clash with anything else. Yeah, well, there's a yeah, there's a whole lot you can get into that. Oh yeah, <laughs> the whole improvement line. Yeah, that's that's, that's the next episode. Oh, that's something else. <laughs> But yeah, it's just one of those things where AR is actually, it's more becoming more involved with our lives. And I'll go back with um, Magic Leap and Leap Motion. Mm -hmm. How they're, yes, they haven't really said, uh, except for the Magic Leap 1. Prior to that, they haven't really said, this is what we're working on. It's all like promo videos, which like, okay, yeah, that looks nice. But is that actually going to be what you look like in the real world? <laughs> Like the the one I don't know if you've seen it with the whale jumping in the middle of a gymnasium, you know, like a pep rally yes. or something. Yes. Is that, is that actually going to look like that, or it's going <laughs> to be like you know, a little one is square you're looking through? Me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, you know, it's one of those things because uh, the whole point of talking about all this is, it's this is where things are headed, mm -hmm. like it or not. But to go even further than that. We can guarantee that augmented reality is going to become a big part of everyday life in the near future. Yeah. I mean, we're talking 10, 15 years. Well, not even. Easy. Maybe less than that. Yeah. Um, but the other side of it that hasn't been getting as much focus. Oh, I, I feel a butt coming on. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not so much that. It, it's more of an addition to okay um <laughs> it hasn't been getting as much focus as it did in a while is robotics okay there's been a lot of progression with robotics and yes ai because that's where a lot of people tend to immediately grasp onto well, yeah they're putting a lot of stuff in like jean jackets and mm -hmm. project tank not tango but uh jacquard but you look at it in the sense of the robotics itself. Take mm -hmm. out the AI and the actual machine itself. They're trying to make more humanoid looking. They're mm -hmm. trying to make more easier to interact with type machines. Eventually, the technology between AR and the robots themselves are going to mix. And I know there was a Bruce Willis movie on this. Yeah, I know there's people out there that are going to start talking. And they're like, yeah, oh, he's talking about... But it's not... <laughs> that far off if you really think about it well i can actually yeah because uh nasa has a uh robotic um robot on their arm in the iss that's humanoid like it's from the uh, waist up it has two arms and you got your two stereoscopic cameras 
Now take that robot, add in a Tesla suit and a Vive, mm-hmm. and a Tesla suit with gloves, so you can feel the tactic hand as you grip on something outside mm-hmm. without actually being um, outside. You can be in the ISS or even in Houston. Well, and you could also, as far as what's currently being used, you could talk about those robotic surgeries. Mm-hmm. You have the surgeons themselves that are in a um, separate room that are controlling the robot's the, hands. Uh, what is it? Um, it's a Da Vinci. It's a Da Vinci robot that doing robotic surgery with telepresence. Mm-hmm. So you have a doctor like like Bangladesh or something. And you're getting surgery, and he's the doctor's in Bangladesh, and you're in like LA. Yeah. And you're getting that surgery, and then there's no, probably the, the delay is probably taken out because that'd be kind of catastrophic. Yeah. <laughs> Make the artery. <laughs> oh, I gotta wait 30 seconds for that delay to kick in. You don't know Oops. it until it's already been a minute and they're yeah. already bled out. Yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, that, a lot of that, that in a sense that is that is a form of AR in a sense, you know, cuz the they're not there doing mm-hmm. it, they're using something else and then you mix in the machines like I I almost wonder cuz like you were just talking about never leaving your home, having the, you know, the uh the groceries being delivered, having, you know, Amazon, having, you know, Uber Eats, <laughs> you know, so at what point do we not leave homes anymore exactly and i mean we have robots i that mean we, we already do uh, work from home so mm-hmm. there's that part and the only time you might want to go out oh what's this nature that you guys keep speaking of the outside <laughs> world fresh air well you'll experience it through uh computer simulations yeah, you'll, you'll that, smell yeah, yeah. television <laughs> will come to fruition the fourth dimension that you get when you go to like theme parks <laughs> yeah there you go but imagine being okay you have there's movies uh, based in books and stuff dystopia where you have uh, two cultures one is the connected one and the ones that are just completely luddite and what would the luddites look at like these roller coasters just filled with robots with arms <laughs> up yay <laughs> <laughs> what, and then you have like one guy in the back seat he's like woo woo <laughs> but at that point i mean in all honesty if it really got to that point i don't think you would even have that one guy because the roller coasters could probably get to a danger level that you wouldn't be able to withstand would be so high yeah (laughs) (laughs) but we're going for like the classic roller coasters but Punching up uh, Kingdom Ka to like insane levels. <laughs> they start having actual jumps in roller coasters. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's like, well, that one didn't make it. Oh, well. Yeah. Those are replacement robots, but we've got like thousands more in a warehouse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those things. It's like a future uh, scope of where things, things are going to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... We can joke all we want about, but it's it's moving into that direction. Absolutely. So, I mean, like, like, that was kind of the whole point of what we were talking about this, that us two simple people here <laughs> are talking about, we know that it's gone back since at least 2001, if not before that, because mm-hmm. obviously the people that made the Majestic game had to have some inclining or had some 
epiphany moment or yeah, experience probably, something to be like, oh, let's make a game out of this. Yeah, it's so, that one guy in that boardroom saying, hey, what if we do this? Yeah. So, Instead of break it out from the mold, thinking outside the box. Yeah, so it's it's had to have gone back for a while. Who knows what else has been out there that we didn't get a chance to experience. So we're still in, that's in development that we don't know about or, or no one knows about except for those people working on it. Absolutely. And there's still so much more that we haven't even touched on in this episode that's out there right now. Like, I know there's uh, actual places. I think there's one out in Texas. Uh, where it's a building that they have that's all AR mm-hmm. uh, actual gaming, kind of like uh, you'd go somewhere to go play laser tag. Well, in this case, you're strapping on a, a like an Oculus headset, but they've actually got the room built for mm-hmm. the game that you're playing. So as you're going through the hallway in the video game, you're literally walking through the hallway in the building, but you walk up to a wall you take off the headset, the wall's just a gray wall. Yeah. There's nothing there. You put the headset on it's... and you can see all the metal and the designs and you'll see a keypad and you can push <laughs> the keypad and something happens and they have fans and not flamethrowers, but heat sources. So why not? <laughs> well But like it'll it'll throw a fire so you'll feel the heat and yeah. you know there's a place that has a fire pit or something like that. Like so you feel like you're actually in the game, you're playing AR, but you're in a building that is designed specifically for this. And that's another thing is that is where virtual reality can bring back arcades. Yeah. Like how they were back in the 60s, 70s, 80s. You know, you got these places you go to, you pay, what, 30, 50 bucks for so many minutes or an hour or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don your VR and you have your whole experience in an arcade and is that going to be, I think that's going to be coming back. Interesting. Because I talked about last week, or not last week, but last episode with the one in Disney Springs, the, the uh, Star Wars experience. Yep. Uh, you can have it at both parks. At, uh, Disney Springs here uh, in Orlando and over in California. You pay, I think it was like 30 bucks for a 30 minutes experience. You don your Vive in the backpack with the computer and you go in and it has that experience where you're walking in a large room that's to the outside world. It's empty. But to you, you're fighting with the rebels against the (laughs) uh, Empire and you're doing everything for a good long amount of time. (laughs) So that's kind of like an arcade, so to speak. Okay. A, a new future arcade. Okay, yeah. So you're just you're kind of expanding on the word arcade as we know. Yeah, it. but you're not going having to replace like uh, your box consoles with when a new one comes in or it breaks. You're all you do is get an empty warehouse, and that's what you have. You're just the space and the VR because you can build the interior to whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You can put in obstacles in a way that you put in, and even now with roller coasters. Speaking of roller coasters. You have virtuality on your roller coasters now. Yeah, there are uh, some SeaWorld, of those. SeaWorld, uh, I know uh, Six Flags has the uh, the VR experiences. Yeah, that's right. So that's, they map the track layout to the worlds that you're experiencing. You can turn your head and you can shoot and do whatever. And that's just more uh, making a roller coaster. It's fun, mm-hmm. but increasing that level of immersion and, and excitement. Absolutely. So I know this episode's gone on... A little bit longer than normal time. Not too bad, though. Not too bad. We 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 were good. Yeah. <laughs> we we know you guys have lives, and you can't sit here for a good two hours like some shows <laughs> that go for two three hours. <laughs> we, we're direct and to the point. Yeah. <laughs> With occasional sidetracks. <laughs> 
So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If if you have anything that you can think of, uh, we have a new uh, Facebook group page that goes along with our page. I'm trying to think of the terms that group page page. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? It's more for your interaction. If you got comments that might get lost in the comments of different articles that pop up that I put out, um, it's for you to communicate with the rest of your fans, mm-hmm. all six of you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and growing. Yes. <laughs> uh, go back and forth. I mean, keep it civil. I mean, we're not going to put you in gladiator battles. I mean, we might with the I VR. Mean, the, the Thunderdome. <laughs> oh, that'd be great with the Thunderdome. And you have like uh, Master Blaster. <laughs> <laughs> Who runs Bonter Town? <laughs> I just I want to have a big pit that I can kick people into, like 300. <laughs> <laughs> Madness? <laughs> Just pulling out all the uh... <laughs> no trolling, boom! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so many ideas. <laughs> Gotta write that down. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically it says let us know. Uh, get in touch with us on the Twitters. Twitter. <laughs> I actually did say that. I meant to say that yeah. on the Twitter, uh, on the new great uh, the group on Facebook, uh, and just get the word out. Absolutely. If you know someone that might enjoy the show, say, hey, pull on their arm, kick them in the butt. Say, hey, you got to listen to the Geek 2.0 podcast because it's awesome. Or if there's a subject that you'd like us to talk about or something that you're curious about or interested, let us know. Yeah. I mean, our wells are deep, but they do run dry at at occasion. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you on the next one. I'm Josh. I'm Joe. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Geek 2.0 Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash geek 2.0 podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at geek 2.0 podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at geek 2.0 podcast.com for older episodes, news, and much more. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast through your favorite podcatcher player of choice. The Geek 2.0 Podcast is part of the Collective Network.